Record. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. I've noticed a trend in the outdoor in the outdoor industry. Not not in the industry. What trend? Among outdoor people. What trend have you noticed? Um, I, I notice more and more vehicles driving around with rooftop tents mm. on them. Mm. Welcome to 2018. It's you like know what I haven't noticed though. A lot of rooftop tents being used at camping places. I see them in on Instagram. I see them on That's Instagram true. That's too. a good point. Very yeah. True. No, I I definitely notice that. Uh, yeah, probably a lot of people driving around with them to ensure that their car's handling sucks, <laughs> that their gas mileage sucks. Um, but I wonder how often they get used. I wondered that same thing too. The one person I personally know, actually two people who I personally know, but they live together. It's the same car. Who had one? Sold it to buy a van. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um. Yeah. So who was that? Oh, Hunter. Who works Hunter? Oh, they. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was wondering if he used it because I know I saw him driving did, around with his his Subaru it, and. What did he not like about it? Um. I don't know. Because it was pricey. They, it was a I nice think, one. Yeah. It was. He, put, a he had it on a Subi. He. I, I don't know that he didn't like it, but. They wanted a van and they couldn't justify it. Like they don't need a tent now because they have a van. Yeah. And so I think he just sold it to help pay for some of the. Van. Wait, you don't put it on top of the van? <laughs> you could. You could <laughs> if you that want. That was the thing. If you want to sleep multiple people. Right. There, right. You know. Bring friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll tell you what though. Um, so if you if you know a little bit about vehicles, they have what is called a static load, like static roof load, and a dynamic roof load or, or just kind of maximum weight that you can put on top of the car while driving safely and some of the best vehicles out there like land cruisers and um like heavy duty suvs and trucks and stuff they get maxed out on their dynamic roof load with a heavy rooftop tent or with the rooftop tent and some other gear so you can only imagine like a little subaru cross trek like uh like hunter had I'm sure that 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 rooftop tent probably doubled the oh, load yeah. that you're able to safely carry on top of that car. And a lot of people don't realize that. They just think, oh, you can throw one of those tents on just any car. But you're really asking for it if you if you put something heavy like that on the wrong type of car. It. Um, this one says, just a quick uh, Google search. So it's 150 pounds is the Subaru Crosscheck dynamic load rating, which is more than I On top? thought it would yeah, be. Yeah, that's that's better than I thought, too. So that's actually like a... Wait, what does that mean? Because uh, <clears throat> I'm more than that. Yeah, while, that means... While it's moving. While it's moving. So that you means that if you're, if you're laying on top of the car, on top yeah. of a Subaru, hanging yeah. on, <laughs> surfing the car while you drive down the road... Doing my moves. That's too heavy. Right, that's too heavy. Me too. Okay. Yeah, we can't do that anymore. I mean... Most adult males are above 150, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, we can't do that anymore. Not anymore. Okay. You got to stop that. Okay. Um, so I, I should consider myself lucky because I survived. Right. To this point. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, you're a lucky guy. But yeah, 100 and 150 pounds is that's decent. Yeah. Because um, how much are the tents typically? Ah, oh, that's probably 150 pounds. Yeah. They're that heavy. Uh, some yeah. of them. Some of, the, some some of, of them the, are more. I think Hunter's was like the full-on 
bigger version. Wait, is that because they have like a ladder and like a base and stuff? Because well, it's, I think yeah, the, it folds I mean, it's out, a right? Thick, it's a thick canvas material. It's heavy. Oh, that's right. It's not. I keep thinking like it's a tent. No, they're it's not a, they're pretty burly, and they've got a platform in there, and um, yeah, uh, they're not super light. <laughs> okay, so what cars do they work best on? I think something like a, a a Land Rover or a Land Cruiser or a 4Runner, um, something like that. It's a little bit beefier. Um, I mean, a lot of people have them in, in, on trucks, but I kind of think, well, if you're going to have it on a truck. Well, I watched a that. YouTube video of a guy who had it on his Jeep, um, like a Jeep Wrangler, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he said that, <laughs> well, he was living, he's a you can find you probably have watched it i don't know he's a fairly popular youtube page but he lived in it and had to make a second bed in his jeep well those jeeps aren't very big right because if he sleeps on top and it's windy it was too it would blow around too much move around too much and so he'd rather just it was warmer and nicer to sleep in the jeep on the bed on the platform that he made it in the jeep in his he had a hard shell on so I'm like, well, why the heck? What the, the point <laughs> the of this? Yeah. yeah, because now you've got, uh, you know, this all the space, and it was small anyway. So, it they must not be ideal, but they sure are ideal on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> they I'm look, not sure me, what's going on. There's some pros to them; they get you off the ground. Um, I think, yeah, because I was thinking, okay, well, if I'm by my, so I have a Land Rover, um, LR4, and Greg knows this. Like, unless I have my whole family with me, like, I can pull off to the side at any time and sleep in my Land Rover, and it's like a... Very comfortable. It's like a twin-size bed in the back. Right. It's pretty... There's a ton of room. Yeah. Um, and the the seats fold perfectly flat. And yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. So then, um, yeah, so I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't... Unless I have my family, again. And then, if I did have my family, I'm like, okay, I, I guess, but... Um, I also own a van, <laughs> so I'll just take the van. But I can't off-road the van. Um, yeah, and, good luck. Yeah, when, especially that one. Did I tell you that I saw um, one of the, in real life, because I only see these on Instagram too, the four-wheel drive, like the, it. what's the Sprinter conversions that are, it's that are. It's a famous name. Yeah, the... Sprinter the conversions, uh, four-wheel drive. Oh my gosh. Sportsmobile. Sportsmobile. I saw a Sportsmobile at the parking lot in, uh, so Henry's Fork parking lot in the Uintas, and we all had to park off the road, right? And, it, dude, it was ripping through that non-parking lot parking lot, like, better than the trucks were. Because huh. the trucks are bouncy, and this thing was just like, boop, 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 bouncing along, like, no big deal. And it parked, and this family gets out. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> What, I don't know what, what do they, do? I again, again, I need to know who you are, where you're from, how did you get here? Um, yeah, the kids were like older, like um, teens or whatever, but the parents were young, looked like my age, a little bit older maybe than me. And I'm like, it's really young. I am. Yeah. And first sports mobile. Thank you. Appreciate that. I'm just trying to yeah. a <laughs> Thank you. Well, I am, I am 25 uh, yeah. with a 10 year old. Don't want to explain <laughs> do that. Do the math. Yeah. Do, you do the math. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, it was it was cool to see it actually perform off of Instagram in real life. I'm like, right. you know what? It's doing what it's supposed to do and why you pay the big bucks 
because it's motoring through this rocky freaking section of road like nobody's business and he's hauling his whole family and there you go that's what it's for yeah sweet yeah so just fyi um that tapui tent he had the kind of the heavier duty kind of higher end one so those are like 190 pounds okay so So a little over uh, yeah over the over the max for the load carrying thing so yeah most vehicles even like land cruisers and stuff there you know like two to three hundred i think the new land rover defender is one of the the very best out there with highest dynamic load and i think it's like 400 pounds or something like that so they're really just not meant to carry significantly more than like a a rooftop tent max yeah one of the smaller pros why would you get a rooftop tent it's a rooftop tent versus uh just a normal ground tent so i i bears yeah bears um Animals of any kind. It, I mean, I mean it it's nice gonna to be off the ground. It's definitely gonna take a bear. Uh, it, he, he's definitely gonna have to try seven percent harder <laughs> to get you <laughs> when you're on top of the car versus uh, versus on the ground. Unless it's that Subi, that's like right at his mouth height. Or <laughs> that's <whatever>. true. <laughs> that's true. It's perfect. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, if a bear wants you, being on top of a car is not gonna make a difference. You know it. It might help you sleep better at night, but uh, I really think it would help me. Yeah, I like being off. No, the it probably would yeah. help me too. But it helped me more if I was actually in my car. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So actually, one of the big things for me would be, um, you know, set up and take down time. Some of the rooftop tents, particularly the hard shell ones that just pop up. Okay, I like those because they're sweet. low profile. Those are more the kind I'm seeing on the new Defenders, and right. where, and they they almost look like a teepee. They're very triangular. Yeah, just um, little yeah. cheese cheese wedge shape. Yeah, whatever. That, yeah, cheese wedge. That's what it looks like because they're not round. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, but but those types of things. I mean, you set them up in 15 seconds. You take them down in 15 seconds, like super fast. The other ones require a little bit more setup, but even still, they're not too hard. Maybe two or three minutes to set those up. So that's nice if you're in bad weather and you can just pop mm-hmm. up, set up camp in in no time. Yeah. Some of them. I feel like some of them would take like 20 minutes to set up. Maybe. Just, I guess like that that habitat from Nemo. Yeah. That, or I don't know who makes it, but it's co-branded or whatever yeah super cool but i think it probably takes maybe it doesn't take that long to set up but it's pretty big though yeah the other uh the other thing too is i like i like uh the idea of not having to inflate and deflate sleeping pads and rolling out and rolling them up and stuff to to like you can just leave your pads down, leave your blankets or your sleeping bags or whatever it is you're sleeping in the tent and you just kind of fold it up with everything so that as soon as you open oh. up your tent, it's yeah. all set up. No, that's nice. That's I'm imagining you're still doing all that. Yeah, no, you just leave it in there and sm- to kind of smush it together as you fold the tent down. So it's that's nice. You can have a little thicker foam mattress than you maybe normally would carry and you don't have to put it away and take it back out every every time you set up or take down camp i do like um like blankets versus sleeping bags yeah you know, it's just more like home yep oh, yeah you're in that scenario but but if you're car camping or overlanding you can i don't kind of, yeah you can but i don't haul like blankets with me if i'm car camping it is still a sleeping bag yeah yeah, yeah. 
But like on that on that same note, it is easy to set up and take down. This is going to be a con of it. If you're doing a base camp type trip, you've got to close up your tent every single time you go anywhere. Every time you want to use your vehicle. That's Whereas true. Whereas if you have a ground tent, you set up your ground tent, and you want to go for a day drive. You can't leave anybody in camp. There's nowhere to... There's no shade or anything. You don't yeah. have a... Exactly. Huh. If that is your source of shade or... Right. Yeah. Like, whereas if you have a ground tent, you set up your ground tent, you put your stuff in there, and you get in your, your vehicle and you go, and you can go for a drive or go do whatever, and you come back to base camp, and your tent's there. You don't have to unpack everything again. Hmm. I don't know that a lot of... I think most people that are going to be doing car camping or overland travel or anything like that, they're picking up every day anyway. I would like to know. Comment email us whatever you got to do how many people have the rooftop tents like how often do you use it yeah I'd would be you curious. buy it again because i hear they're expensive they are expensive. oh yeah uh, thousand bucks minimum mm-hmm. yeah most Ooh. of them are above two thousand dollars yeah there's i i've personally been super anti-rooftop tent for years now because i think you pay a premium for something that you don't use as much um but the the only the, I think the only way I would get into the rooftop tent game is with some of those the lightweight um, kind of wedge shaped hard shell. I, I was me and Greg were talking before this podcast yeah. about the Go Fast Campers new I think, I think it's called the Super Light RTT. Eighty pounds, twelve hundred bucks, thirteen hundred bucks. Not too bad. Super quick setup because you literally twist two things that pops up. Same thing to take it down and you can be on your way. So, you know how, like, the Vanigans, like, uh, they they basically, like, yeah, you unhook it and you push it up. And yeah. then that, now you've got standing room in your van. Right. Plus, you've got an extra bed up there, and it just kind of pushes up. And, like, how much would it cost to cut a hole in your roof <laughs> and install one of those bad boys versus a top of tent on top i mean because that seems a little bit of money yeah so there's yeah there's a few out there that there's a jeep um that you see driving around ogden i see him coming down ogden canyon quite a bit um that that has that type of conversion where they've just you know cut off the top put replaced it with a, a little pop top yeah and uh and so that jeep it's like yeah it's made to it's famous it's now. like a little camper jeep wrangler it's, it's really cool the um there's some other people not really here in the states but over overseas australia africa stuff like that you can get uh there's a company called quick pitch quick pitch quick pitch p-i-t-c-h quick pitch um where you can take like a land cruiser like a troopy uh 78 series land cruiser and cut the top off and put the conversion on top and you got that pop top camper thing which is pretty sweet um and there's some other vehicles you can do that too so it does exist but i don't know that it exists real widely and i i think doing that is probably probably at least thousands of dollars three or four or five thousand dollars i want to do it to my van that'd be so sweet yeah but that's that's one of the downsides, I guess, to a rooftop tent. Your traditional rooftop tent is, yeah, they're kind of roomy, but it's like sitting room, kneeling room only, not standing room. And when we go camping, we set up our big Nemo wagon top 
tent that's, that's huge and you can stand up and you can the price you can get a twice the size of a tent right outside. and so yeah you set that thing up and you've i mean you've got plenty of room to if, if the bugs are bad you can go sit in there with a whole bunch of other people and chill and you could even it's big enough you can eat in there um you can stand stand up it's it's pretty convenient that way so that's kind of a, a so benefit. i guess like the most attractive um element for me to 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 purchase one would be that you know almost like a tortoise you've always got your home with you so as long as it's low profile and it doesn't like thanks that's not it's a really good you don't like um impede the vehicle's performance a whole heck of a lot you could at any time no matter what you're doing pull off the side of the road and you've got a little little house to just hang out in or whatever yeah and the, to me i'm like okay that's cool i see that i don't have to put the seats down or empty out all the whatever i've got in my car to put make the bed i'll just like roll off the side of the road tent. yeah yeah totally yeah i think that uh i think a rooftop tent makes sense for people who are traveling every single day driving into a place camping taking down camp and driving again the next day or maybe every couple of the days and you're not wanting to set so up and take down camp all the time yeah but if you're yeah if you're going into somewhere and you're going to stay there for three or four or five days not a big deal to set up camp that first day and then take it down the last day um it might take more time but you can you can uh kind of make a more comfortable camp mm-hmm. i guess with your ground tent and your uh, awnings and whatever else you have in your in your stuff so um, I'd love to get into overlanding more and I'd love to get a rooftop tent and some of those other things and just test it out and see how it is I wish I knew <coughs> knew someone that had that stuff that uh, I could go and experience that with before I bought one to see I saw a uh, Instagram video of an overlanding vehicle don't remember what kind it was it was an SUV um, probably I mean, <laughs> it was but i don't remember if it was a land rover or not but um i think it was but it was pulling one of those four-wheel drive teardrops not four-wheel drive the but the off-road ones off-road teardrop or whatever like and it was or yeah and it was um but it looked more not like a teardrop but more, more like flat but it folds up into folds up and out into all the things you need to sleep in you know and it was going up this massive rocky terrain and the wheels were spinning on the suv but it was pulling it up that freaking hill and of course it was in slow-mo so it looked really dramatic (laughs) but it worked and so that's another option yeah that's actually like i i think if you're gonna get a rooftop tent that's a really solid out to go is to get one of those trailers i don't know if you've seen those like what are they like five thousand ten thousand is the only one i'm really familiar with because Mm -hmm. of the x overland crew but, I mean, you can have those trailers that have, like, a whole cook stand and everything in there and a rooftop tent on the trailer, and then you can set up base camp and take Just your car leave still. It. Right, right. Um, yes, that might be the that's, best. That's definitely the way to go. But yeah. then you're adding into your whole thing. If you're going to be in technical train, do you want to take a trailer with you? Yeah. Those trailers do handle things quite well, but just a whole other complexity to the whole process. But. Yeah, most people that I know that do the, the off-road trailer thing um, do it for a few reasons. One, they can carry more stuff, and and like X Overland, the X Overland crew, they're carrying lots of 
camera gear and all that stuff. So they have to carry extra stuff than they normally wouldn't. Um, but also you can make camp and detach your trailer and you can still use your vehicle to get around while camp's still set up, which is yeah. kind of nice. And, and when you get home, you detach your trailer and park it and your cars, your daily driver's just good to go. You don't have to unload the rooftop tent and take everything off and and some a lot of people will just leave the tent on and stuff but now you're adding a bunch of weight and you're decreasing aerodynamics and your your vehicle your off-road vehicle that already only gets 15 miles per gallon is now getting 12 miles per gallon because of that that tent so um having a trailer would be awfully convenient you know i haven't until you actually told go anybody on a hard this trail. i haven't told anybody this yet you're the first you guys are the first to know oh, i feel so special it was a sad day the other day um it's a good day but a sad day i i was really excited for my van to turn over from ninety nine thousand to a hundred thousand miles right it's a big and, day uh, it's a big day and i missed it oh <laughs> i was uh. driving to like a race or something and then i remember i got home and i parked and and i looked down and it said 33 i'm all no freaking way and it starts over i wonder if it has 200 on it because <laughs> oh it says 33 miles it says 33 miles on it <laughs> no way. yeah it says i got 33 miles on my van i could totally like sell, sell it. it this yeah. is, is pristine condition pristine. Only 33 miles yeah, on this engine <laughs> odometer's correct yeah it's correct 100%. yeah that's crazy Wow, and I missed it. I was so excited. I wanted to turn it over like in Yellowstone and video, and I had these, all these big plans. And then I don't know what happened. I used it for van sessions, and I used it to MC a race. I used it for a couple things. And I just remember I was driving home. I pulled in the driveway. I'm like, why did you say 33? <laughs> so just drive it. freaking missed the whole thing. So just drive like 35 miles in reverse. In reverse. Then, <laughs> then it'll be good. <laughs> so dumb and dumber. It totally works. <laughs> You see me going backwards down like <laughs> Washington Boulevard. And, yeah. Well, you're going to be going the right way, just driving backwards. Like, yeah, that's great. Does, yeah. If you tow a vehicle, does it put miles on your car? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If if you tow it, if you tow it with all four wheels on the ground, well, I don't know. Oh, what it, yeah, I would dude. think so, but I don't know. Right? But if does the car have just, to be on in order? I don't know. This is my question. <laughs> huh. Yeah. That is a... Because you're like, oh, it has 100,000 miles, but really only has 20, because I towed it across America twice or whatever. (laughs) Right. Just tell people that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, because America... miles, the other 200,000 miles, we're just towing it. Tow behind my RV. Yeah. I don't know. Huh. Interesting. All right. Cool. Well, so with all of that debate, what would you guys do? Rooftop tent or ground tent? I, I think I'd still probably go with ground tent, save money especially with fuel economy and ease of use i just think a ground tent's more applicable just not as good on instagram you're right yeah i'm vain and i own a land rover <laughs> you totally want a rooftop i need tent. some instagram followers right so at ogden adventure for those of you listening um i don't i would only buy one if i had a lot of money to just I would like to try one. I think it'd be cool to try one. Yeah. But that is so far down the priority list that I already have. I can't, it can't it's not an either or because I already have tents. And, I mean, I can just, right. I can do that. But if I, I mean, I've got the right vehicle for it. Um, 
but I've never really thought about it, to be honest. I never really thought about putting one on there. I mean, I see him, I'm like, oh, should I get one? And it just, it just one fleeting thoughts yeah. right. in my mind and out the other. Like, so it's never really stuck. It's never been a thing I've thought about. Yeah, I, dude, I want one of those. I've never thought that. So yeah, probably because I own a van and an RV, but um, I don't. I don't know if it was if it fits my lifestyle. I like my car being my daily driver car, and it's not compromised. There's a lot of Land Rovers around town, and like they look like it looks like a, a, a scout going backpacking for the first time, and all this stuff hanging <laughs> off the back of the backpack. You know, right. it's like stuff just hanging off these vehicles. I'm like, my God, what? yeah, you know, it's not just the ladder. You got the rooftop stuff, tent, the, and the ladder, and the shuttle, and shovels, shovels, and the, yeah. and then packages of mystery packages. I don't know what those are. Yeah, and so I'm like, and you know what's funny is if you look. Most of those guys, they have all of this stuff on the racks and everything hanging off the racks and nothing inside the car. Mm. That's like the ba- that's like the scout or the first-time backpacker who's hiking down the trail with a mostly deflated backpack and 12 things hanging off the outside. Yeah. Like, put it on the inside for crying out loud. Yeah. There's a guy, um, his name is Scott Brady. He's the editor for Overland Journal. And he's, he's a, a big proponent of just sleep in your vehicle if you can don't put a rooftop tent on if you don't need it because it just it reduces handling fit it inside the car take less stuff do without stuff if you can't fit it and and he's he's I'm, big on going i have the biggest Thule box that you can buy yeah it's never on my car yeah and my wife just bought <laughs> a, a hitch cargo carrier so it's like the it's a bot. They were very popular in Florida for some reason. Oh, I know why. Because everybody takes them to the beach. Because yeah. everybody has these little crossover vehicles, right. but a hitch. And then, and rather than putting all the stuff in your car, it just puts it. They put the cooler and the wagon on the back, yeah. right? And then, it, and it's so, it is brilliant. It's so much easier. And they fold up or whatever. You right. Know? Drive to the beach. Pfft, unload it all you're gonna go like, well that was the f- so we learned that before and bobby saw that my wife saw that and was like uh that's brilliant we need that for whenever we go do our trips so she went and bought one of those so between that which holds the cooler and the food and then the box on top that holds all the bags for all the things it's a seven seater we can put all the people in there right and go adventure yeah that's sweet so there you go. All right. Well, I think we just solved uh, one of the All world's one of the world's yeah. leading problems there. Rooftop ten or not? I do want to put a plug in though that I I do really like that super light RTT that go, from that, Go Fast Camper. That one's like oh, it's it's making me tempted to get a rooftop tent. I'd like to try one. I think they look I think they look fun. I think it looks cool. But I have a feeling that the fun factor and the cool factor would probably disappear after i use it two or three times yeah. and i'd just be like yeah it's just it's it is what it is i What's think my it? kids i super light go fast art. camper go fast camper i mean 80 pounds and it's pretty aerodynamic you're not going to completely destroy your fuel economy yeah um but i mean it's still my kids would love it man yeah my kids would be they would think that's the coolest thing that's ever. That's true. Kids probably absolutely <laughs> love the rooftop tents. Yeah. If you have a family that's and you're like, yeah, I don't want to mess with a tent or tent camping, they probably love they, that. Yeah, stuff. all my kids would just love that. Or one of those like tree tents. Um, yeah, the tensile. The tensile tree tents or whatever. We saw one up camping as we were up camping, and one of the people camped 
down the road from us had one. Yep. That's yeah, that looks sweet, huh? Oh, it looks so cool. Well, that's because look at the car. It's yeah, on. I know. Exactly. I know. God, that thing is a thing of beauty. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um. Anyway, so they had one of those tensile tents way up in the tree. Yeah. We were all oohing and on over that. Yeah. Thought that would be fun, but for like a thousand bucks or whatever they are. <coughs> so that's uh, this GFC yeah. super light. So this is like the cheese wedge. Where this yeah. this I could do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this seems very non-intrusive, and those t- tempuis or whatever feels like you've got like just bags of crap on top of your car. Right. Mm-hmm. This one though, um, yeah, it's like eighty pounds. Yeah. I mean, you your car would hardly notice it was on there, and it's aerodynamic and stuff. It's a pretty cool. So it's a pretty cool tent. cake. <laughs> yeah, it Their says on their on their website. <laughs> But it actually <laughs> yeah, is, but it actually yeah. is a race tent they because they built it as a tent to use on like a, like a desert racing oh, yeah. um, race thing. They wanted to make the lightest one out there so that they could use it well, for they've racing. They've got it on a new Defender. They've got it on this Bad A truck. They've got it on the lo- Bronco. Looks like the Bronco. Yeah, and then the old Cherokee. Ooh, that is. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's cool. <laughs> All right, should we wrap this yeah, thing? Yeah, wrap it. Cool. Thanks for joining us for the podcast today. If you enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends, if you would. Check out gear30.com, G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com uh, for deals on some of the best gear you can you can buy. Um, this week, we have deals on outdoor research gear, mm-hmm. and uh, they just they make some of, the, some of the best. We had our first ski sale of the season. When you're listening to this, it would probably been yesterday or the day before. I don't know. It was August 25th. It was our first uh, ski sale of the season. Skeezers are going to start coming in. They, our Solomons have shipped, so we'll see those soon. Um, we're moving on. We're moving on, Summer. Leaving you in the dust. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Ready to ski. <laughs> huh. Yeah. So, and, uh, and one thing to consider, because it's my personal opinion that COVID is uh is not going away anytime soon that you know the virus may be gone but the politics around the virus may not be so um last year last season the ski resort shut down mid-season because of covid going on and backcountry gear became very high priority very popular and we ran out of backcountry gear pretty quickly because it was within there was one week of resorts closing we were sold out yeah and um, we're one of the only places in town that has backcountry gear, and and has a we pr- we have the biggest selection in town of backcountry gear, and there's just a decent possibility that uh, ski resorts may not be the same this year as they have been in years past, as far as their capacity to to. Uh, how many people they can allow in their resorts and if they'll close or not, if there's a jump in, in infection rates or if, uh, you know, one political party or the other decides they need to use it to to their advantage. I'm just kidding, but well, actually I'm not. You are not but kidding. I'm not kidding. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, with all this COVID craziness that's going on, it might be the year to look into backcountry skiing gear. Just and, saying. And don't start looking into it in December. Start looking into it now. We, we <laughs> right. sold a ski for the because that's what this guy was concerned about. Right. Yeah. And we've we're planning on a pretty heavy backcountry skiing season. We brought in some extra gear. We're we're uh, we're loaded a little bit heavier this year than we normally are to try to accommodate 
those numbers, but I'm, I have a feeling I'm loaded a little heavier than I <laughs> normally am too. I am too. <laughs> I am too. So, but uh, anyway, if you're interested in that, you're you're checking that out, and you don't want to miss the season this year. You want to ensure that you get some good skiing in, and you've been interested in backcountry stuff. This right now is the time to really start looking and start making preparations. Um, so yeah, check out gear30.com for that. We've got a teeny bit of last year, whatever we have left over from years past. Not much. Um, Might even be under clearance, but it's about gone. On clearance online, but, uh, but then the new stuff's coming pr- shortly. So, uh, anyway, there's that. Uh, thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. See you out there. Woo-woo.